0: What's up guys, it's Princey Odyssey of Mental Health Advocate, bringing you an amazing episode. Today I have two special guests, my long-term best friends, who are joining me today's episode to, de- to discuss childhood trauma. So I give my best friends space to properly introduce themselves.
1: Hello, my name is Tosima and I am 22 years old. Yeah.
0: My name is Amari. I'm 22 as well. And yeah. Okay, welcome guys. Last episode, I briefly talked about how childhood trauma played a part in how I operate during every day, such as how I communicate with people, how I operate differently in relationships, family members, lovers, and friends. I also talked about staying in draining situations that I knew wasn't serving me any good. And the real reason was because I loved how the situation made my inner child felt. So I, when I was a child, I didn't get much of love, guidance, or attention from my parents at all. So when I grew up, I started seeking for that from other people that gave me those ounce of feelings I always wanted from my parents. I instantly get attached, even if it's coming from something or someone I knew isn't good for me. I just wanted to say I have someone and who's finally paying attention or loving me since I didn't receive that as a child. And my whole purpose of really saying that your first love as a child should be from your parents. And when you lack that, you become so lost. You become confused. You don't know what real love is, what real attention you should receive, what real guidance you should receive, it's very hard because I did not get that. I didn't know. I didn't know how to properly communicate my feelings. I, I was never taught that. I'm now 22 years old and I'm teaching myself that. And when I tell you it is very hard, I was put in so many just situations that I didn't know how to deal with because I was never taught on that. I was so lost. I was in a situation where I had to get physical with a lover. And, I, and the reason why I thought it was so okay, because that's all i seen. When I was a kid, I seen my mom fighting with men that she was in a relationship. I see my mom be abused. It was a lot of stuff that I experienced as a kid that I shouldn't have. And it took a lot out of me and I thought it was so normal especially in my family I come from a family where we don't know how to communicate we are ver- verbally abusing each other and sometimes it can get physical and I thought that was just okay it's just one minute we'd be arguing or fighting and the next like we're cool but I thought it was so normal but it wasn't, and I didn't realize that. And I took that behavior in so many different relationships, dealing with people or situations, not knowing that it is very toxic, it is draining. And I remember this one particular time where I had got physical with someone and I knew that it's not who I am, but I got physical. I got out of character, and not only did I hurt that person physically, but I hurt them mentally as well, and I also hurt myself, and I didn't think about that. I was angry, and that's the only way I knew how to express, because that's all I seen when I was a child, and when I went on to communicate with this person that I got in a situation with. And I remember apologizing, I remember crying because that is not how you react. That is not how you go through life. And me being around this type of behavior for so long, I thought it was so normal when it was not. When you are in traumatic events for years, you will really normalize that behavior, which isn't okay. And that's what I did in that situation. And I remember just crying so badly and saying sorry because that was wrong. And I remember this person responding and saying, Oh, it's okay. It's normal. You don't think that my mom and my dad fought each other physically? And I was really taken back. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything at all. Because Why do we normalize that? Why do we normalize our parents' behavior as if that was okay, it wasn't okay. It wasn't okay for me to pin my hands on nobody or verbally abuse someone just because I see my parents do it and I think it's normal when it's not. It is very hurtful when you take that behavior throughout life. Like it's so draining to not only you but for other people. -As a kid, I really experienced some fucked up shit that I should have never have experienced. I mean from watching my mom stabbing someone, watching my mom fight, watching my mom and dad go back and forth. Watching my grandmother or my mom at battles, or sometimes it's me and my siblings or my siblings versus my mom. And sometimes these things get physical. And it became so fucking draining. And I kept it inside and I thought, oh, it's normal. Family fight. But what type of family fit there and put their hands on each other? verbally abuse each other words stick they fucking stick and it's times where I've said terrible shit to people it's times people said terrible shit to me and it fucked me up and I really need people to know that it is very important to heal from the trauma that your parents have hit on you it is very fucking important because you are not them you are so much better than them and the reason why i brought my long best friends because i've been friends with these women for years and we all kind of got a glimpse of each other's lives and we all been through some shit, regardless if it was major or non-major. It, it we still been through some shit that helped us become the woman that we are now, and we're just simply here to tell our parts and our stories. So that's what I really wanted to start with from my point of view. So I will allow to to like have the floor to give her
1: insight more on childhood trauma. Okay, so for me personally, um, my childhood trauma comes from um, bullying. Um, I remember my first bullying situation, which was with a daycare teacher um and I was like so young to go through this, especially from like a adult that's supposed to be watching you. That's supposed to be like someone that a parent can trust with their child and like your hands. And all this time I was just getting bullied by this lady. And, you know, just coming out of a household where all I knew was family members to like me and the stranger, and the stranger is not really treating me right, is bullying me, is asking me all these adult questions about my mother, or is treating other kids correctly, but not me. It just made me a closed off or like a beginning self so or introverted person. And then it never stopped there. As soon as I got to I would say first, second grade, I was bullied by another, like a student. And uh, it really hurt me because like, I know some things wasn't perfect about me. Of course, like I'm a, I'm a kid, like I don't worry about that. But like, I used to always get made fun of my teeth, especially my teeth. And when it came to me, like informing the teacher's about that they never believed me like I used to have bees in my hair, I used to pull on my bees, my hair, and still I used to get in trouble and not them. And that was just a bigger reason as to why um I'm an introvert and a close out person because right now it's still affecting it's still affecting me because I don't really approach people how other people would approach people. Like, I'm just very closed off because the bullying never, the bullying really continued all the way until like I got to at least my freshman year of high school. And so just imagine of how long of me going through that, I have to, just imagine how long of me going through that like how much pain and how much it took a toll on me to like to the point where I'm now um, it's still affecting me. Like right now, like I have some confidence to talk to people, but I don't have that really big confidence to come up to people because I never know how they might treat me. I never know um, if they're the same people that I had to deal with as a child as a child. So I always have to tread lightly around people just because of what I went through as a child. And I really feel like one day that's going to change. I really feel like it's going to be a hope in me, like being more confident with people. But right now I would rather be like still in my space. Like right now today I'll be seeing people like from grammar school days that used to like, be a part of the wanting to be crowned and like bully other people as well but like I'll say hi or whatever just because I'm the person I am. but like as in France I wouldn't be nowhere around them but I forgive them of course you gotta forgive and move on but I would never friend them in a way but yeah um the whole bullying situation is still affecting me right now, and something that I really have to take my time to hell on because it's it took so many years of me back to back to back, starting from daycare all the way to like eighth grade. Is how long I've been bullied. So yes, that's a a very a childhood meeting i mean, a childhood trauma—that I'm still dealing with today.
0: Okay, I do want to say because you said you did forgive them, but how long did you, it take for you to forgive them? Because I know when you are in traumatic like situations, mm-hmm. especially with people who have done something to you that made you look at yourself differently, it's so hard to forgive. Because it's like, you don't deserve. So, like, how long did it take for you to, like, actually genuinely forgive?
1: Um, I would have to say at least my junior year of high school. At least my junior year of high school. Where, like, my freshman year, I was like, yeah, I, I can get away from y'all, blah, blah, blah. I don't like y'all. But, like, Time begins to, like, pass. I'm yet to forget about them. And I'm just, like, I'm forgive y'all because if I don't forgive y'all, then I might become one of y'all and just, you know, like, I don't want to be y'all. I don't want to bully people just because I was bullied. That happened to me. I want to be able to be that sweet person that I am. So I have to forgive y'all, but I truly forgave them my junior year of, um, high school.
0: Okay. So I did want to ask another question. Like what, what was literally the main things that they made, how can I say this, um, How did you learn how to pull yourself out of it? It's really my question because I know it's very hard. Like, what did, how did, how did you go about it? Like, did you do positive self-talk? Did you write it out? Did you have somebody to talk to you, or you know, guide you through it?
1: Um, really, I had to deal with it by myself, and I'm sorry if I start crying. Okay. But, I had to deal with it myself and my mom she didn't really understand and so even if I wrote stuff down it still wouldn't help so I just I don't know I just I guess me picturing myself in like better places or <clears throat> I'm sorry me picturing myself in better places or keeping a positive mindset was what really got me through because (sighs) because the words that people like you said words hurt and the words that people said was so fucking hurtful you know as a child you're supposed to Love going to school, love being around people, love kids, and I truly didn't like that at all. I hate, hated coming to school every single day because it happened consistently. And I was going through stuff outside of school, and with that, I had to come to school and go through some more stuff. And so, as a child, it really build build up on me you know it took so much of me to like just to keep pushing because bro like the words that was being said to me was so fucking hurtful and it was mainly about my weight which is why I'm so insecure about my weight right now but yeah
0: well First of all, I just want to say it takes a lot for you to actually come on here to open up, to be able to be vulnerable. Because one thing about being vulnerable is about being exposed. And that's like one thing people don't like to do because they don't know who to trust, who really have great intentions. So I literally had posted a story yesterday and I said, don't let anyone project their insecurities on you. Because the whole time people would be so freaking unhappy with themselves and they will project all their insecurities on you to make you look at yourself differently. And I'm here to tell you nothing is wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with your weight. Nothing's wrong with your teeth. it's wrong with you. You are perfectly fine the way you are. You were made how you needed to be made. So if you want to change, change for you and only for you if that makes you happy. Do not have anyone out here projecting themselves on you and what i also understand all of us i'm not gonna say all of the majority of us black kids come from a broken home we don't know how to people we don't know how to communicate it's a whole lot of trauma so we project it on other people and we continue with the cycle instead of stopping the cycle and making it better and i just genuinely want you and anybody else who listens that you are perfectly fine the way you are. And don't ever let anyone project how they feel about themselves onto you. You are fine. You are okay. And you're going to be okay. And you are loved. You don't have to go seeking for anybody other love. All love that you need is genuinely from you. Because I tell you, after rediscovering yourself of being lost for years and finally discovering who you are and loving you for who you are, you will realize that you've been missing out on the dopest person in the whole entire world. And that's you. And when you actually find who you are and you realize how dope you are, you you don't gotta question why people not fucking with you. As long as you know who you are, what you love, what brings you joy, what you desire most, you are good. And and I know it's so hard for people to actually sit here and love themselves because of so much drama that has been brought on them to make them look differently at themselves. But I need you to know that your word is stronger than anybody else's word. If you know that you not this, you know you not that. You better look yourself in the face like, I know I'm beautiful. Like I'm different and no one's gonna change that for me. And, and any time when tra- people try to knock you down, you better get up. You better get up every fucking time. You better get up every time. You better make it happen every time. Prove those inner thoughts wrong. That's because it's always the anxiety that comes in too with those unhealed ass people as well. But what you want, one thing you want to do, you just simply just want to, doesn't matter. I know this is how I feel about myself. I know I'm a great person. I know I'm a great woman. I'm a great man. I know I'm doing the best that I can for myself. And that is enough. And no one's going to take that from you. And just love who you are. Love literally freely loudly and proudly love who you are despite the good flaws the bad flaws you are who you need to be and that's the most important thing ever so I'm just very proud of you for actually just opening up and being vulnerable and talking about this because it's a lot to be able to go back and type into things that really hurt you but in order to to heal sometimes you really have to confront shit that you don't want to confront I know firsthand I know it's times where I really had to revisit a lot of things in order to heal this shit and grow from it because I didn't want to be the person that I was before and I just genuinely want to say that I am super proud of you and I thank you for that Thank you. You're welcome. I'm proud of you too, Cecilia. Thank you. So I really wanted this to be a safe place for you to be able to open up. Because I know it is very hard. You you can't really go to many people about this. Especially some people won't even understand it. Or if they do understand it, they understand it to their they're a tent, like they're a stamp. That's the only like crazy part about it. You don't know who to trust, who to go to, but start talking to yourself, start journaling, get it all out, spend time with yourself, learn to continue to be alone. I promise you it will help you with so much, how to deal with yourself, how to deal with other people, set your boundaries. Learn to be at peace. Learn to love your own peace. I promise you, is the best thing you can ever do for yourself. Yeah,
1: I've been doing that, and also I just wanted—I just really want to thank my theatrical people because the theatrical program that I'm in, we all feel like fucking family, and. Uh, I can be myself around them, you know, because they just give off this, this, this confident energy and I don't have to go through what I went through from grammar school on down. Like it just, it's a really good environment for me. So yeah, I guess that's the start of a new journey of people.
0: Yes, and literally it starts somewhere. Yeah. And honestly, I always heard that your chosen family always somehow to be your best family. Mm -hmm. Way be better than your original family because you can actually just be who you are freely without feeling like someone's judging you. And everybody deserves a place like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just glad that you are putting yourself out there and you are experiencing things that brings you joy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: only for you you're not doing it for no one else if it brings you joy and it is what you love then that is all that matters hold on I'm gonna go out with the intro okay So, first of all, I do want to ask you guys a question. And the question is, what are you most proud of? How far, like, what are you most proud of? Of how far you have come in life? Like, the main thing you're proud of.
1: I'm proud of, um, I'm a senior in college right now. So I'm very proud of myself for making it to get a a higher degree and I'm proud of uh, where my life is right now. It's very peaceful at the moment and I feel like I'm becoming more independent and uh, yeah, I'm just trying to take steps on making change.
0: Amari, I'm most proud of not giving up when things get tough because Back then, I usually tend to give up when I'm feeling frustrated, I'm glad that now I can tend to push farther and not shut off and just give up because I'm used to doing some things like that. Yeah, because first of all, you've been working in nursing since I met you. And you're still doing it. You're still in college for that as well. And that is an amazing thing. A lot of people won't keep it pushing, but you have been keeping it. And, keep it up. and I am proud of you for that. So, yeah. Um, I wanna say I'm just proud of being internally happy, at peace with myself for once. It took me a long time to get where I am, um, a very long time. It was very hard for me. But I am proud that I can be at peace, figure out who I truly am, and loving me for who I truly am. So that is one thing that I'm proud of. So, And I really want to thank you guys for joining me for this episode. No
1: um, No problem. Okay, thank y'all so much. Guess what? Guess what? I got so uh, I got some we'll do. What? I got into a a, a cabaret, and I'm singing. What's <laughs> it? It's a villain's cabaret. It's mm-hmm. like a mini little concert where people sing villain songs. Really? And I auditioned, and I got in, but I got in for the final number. Well I still get to sing on stage. What's
0: you- the villain song you chose?
1: Right. Um, see I had song Bust Your Windows by Jasmine oh. Sullivan. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs>
0: and I guess that was good
1: enough for me to get <laughs> <laughs> on. Oh. Wait, that
0: was like ask me for villain
1: songs? Yeah, Bust Your windows, is a villain song.
0: I mean, yeah, because (laughs) he did show her, he did show her, and she busted windows out. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's definitely a fucking villain song. He did her dead wrong.
1: And I'm directing a play.
0: What play are you directing?
1: It's called Threesome. It's,
0: it's, wait, it's, wait, okay, okay, like,
1: it? it's supposed <laughs> to be like that but we take oh. some stuff out because that's not supposed to be done on stage like that
0: How? I mean it's theater
1: <laughs> I know but like it acts the actors to get naked like who's gonna do that what, um, what? that's a part
0: of what a but what's up? Now, I would have out ass out <laughs> <laughs> if I would out let me give me a a sexy-ass co-star. Ass out. See that you in front of a lot of people that's watching. What that mean? I'm getting paid, right? No,
1: you're not. No, you're not. No, no, okay. okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, good. I'm
0: good. <laughs> not getting paid. Oh, I thought we were getting paid. No,
1: uh, you getting a lab credit towards your graduation, but you're not getting paid.
0: Oh, I thought I was getting paid. Oh.
1: No. Okay,
0: well... So... Well, definitely call me when big screen and you gonna pay me, I'll get naked for you. together, that's, <laughs> that's really it. Like, I really thought y'all was gonna get paid, so they gonna be taking that out,
1: yeah. Well, who the like, main
0: characters?
1: Um, we so the Jay is an asshole, oh. and so like it's Jay Cat Cat really likes Jay and she's like really stuck on him but Mm -hmm. Jay deals with other females and uh, Kat don't like that and so she tried to convince them she tried to convince him to like you know be with her whatever and he still he's just an asshole like he still don't want a relationship with her it's just mostly sexual is that why they became a threesome yeah cause okay so the next female come in which is Claire which is someone who he also sleeps with Mm -hmm. and they all in the same room together but they're like they're in this scene class where they have to like rehearse a Shakespeare play and uh, Katyn liked the fact that um, Jay wanted Claire over and so she got this little monologue and she only allowed it because she really likes Jay y'all know y'all know how it go but yeah it's just a whole little young couple situation where young couples go through well not couples but like when, what young people go through when it comes to like things dealing with relationships
0: Hell, Jay needs ass beef. Yeah, because real good. <laughs> will
1: get that, his ass beat. Wait, wait, wait. Because Kay was getting to know him. Because, um, Kay was getting to know him. And what did she say? She said, What's your favorite things? No, he said, Why are you? She, she said, Why are your favorite hobbies? And Jay was like, "Music, bacon, biking, bitches, bro." <laughs>
0: Why he sound white? Oh, um, is he? I don't know. I don't know the, about... <laughs> the... <laughs> Wait, so who's in like in charge of like casting? Me. Okay, so uh, who so are you so casting? You
1: the I casted this girl named Bria. I casted this boy, this girl named Bria. This boy named Prince. Marie and Andrea. Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. So, who chose to play? Huh? Who chose to play? Like, did you choose it or did the the
1: professor, the professor chose to play for me because I'm in this class? The
0: professor freak. He knew what he was doing. No, he it's was a lady. Oh, the <laughs> but
1: they are. It was already um plays chosen already, and so they just had to find directors. Because these plays are written by students.
0: Oh. Students?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, they being they doing going through it. They something for free. What? Threesome? I mean, ain't no wrong with a threesome. I mean, yeah. if it's three women for me, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I'm also in one of the plays um, a bar, as a bartender. But okay. it's gender bent. So at first it was a man. In this in this play, but we kind of we didn't have like a lot of male actors, and Mm -hmm. so the director for this gender bent it, which means that a woman plays the male part. So like it'd be like two woman lovers.
0: Oh, y'all eating pussy? No. I knew knew that was coming. I really knew it was coming. I (laughs) love (laughs) gay shit. I really love gay shit, but. Oh, okay. Well, I fucking like that shit. For real. Like... So, Amari, <laughs> do you want to add anything like what you've been doing in your classes or like have you met somebody? What's up? Okay, so <laughs> with classes I'm doing okay. Um, I think I put too much on that I couldn't handle, so I had to drop one class, but that's that's fine because you know i have to make sure my mom good and all that so yeah i'm glad that i was able to drop one of my classes mm-hmm. but yeah i'm just reading more writing more and i did meet somebody but mm-hmm. i stopped talking to that person um he just gave me weird vibes Here he <laughs> Leave him what he was weird in, period. <laughs> that's what the fuck you do. I think you remember who I'm talking about. The oh, motherfucker who said meet you at the lake. Yes, like, I watch too many crime videos. I ain't mean nobody in no lake. <laughs> oh, bro, I swear to God, because what you mean meet me at the lake? Dude, I don't know you. Like, Help I, the I just I just talked to you online. Like, I don't know you like that. Uh-uh. Not mean nobody in no river, no lake, no.
1: Please. that's Bro. Me some African dude came up to me and I was sitting by myself because I was eating food in a union and he was like um you're too beautiful to be sitting by yourself you're chunky and confident and I ain't know whether to take
0: that as a <laughs> right <laughs> like first of all what the fuck baby them you know, Africans be you remember we like, the like basically club. Saying you pretty for a dark skin bitch what, exactly like, like, the fuck? Like, what the fuck is wrong like they be giving you compliments but it's backhand as compliments that's not a compliment like, bro take that compliment back and shove it up your ass cause please do <laughs> like who the fuck are you like that don't make no type of sense like <laughs> No type of telling, oh, you too beautiful boy. You can get your black ass out my face. That's what you did. They be really trying to be aggressive with it too, like, remember the reggae club See, <laughs> <laughs> like, D- that man was trying to hump the ass off of you. I don't know. But I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, calm down. Cause hell, but when it comes to me, um, I dropped out of college again after two days. I was not feeling it. <laughs> Bitch, I did not go back. Girl, sometimes I be so like I, I did not go back. I mean, I was in class. I'm like, like I was filling the bath. But then as I started going through these siblings, siblings, whatever. It, it, yes, like I mean, this man, they talking about essays, back to back, presentations, back to back. I'm like, okay, I I love. I, Best mean, I-, I deleted the school email off my phone. <laughs> you would- see me again and that gave me the that them two days gave me the exact reason why the fuck I didn't I didn't stay in college in the first place Gee, now that you said that I was like my first week of college when they was asking like oh what's your hobbies and stuff and I told my one of my um professors that I like to write he told me so that's good because it's a five-page research paper I said wait a minute <laughs> why a five-page <laughs> research paper I'm like wait a minute these are for real, that's not
1: bad because two years I had to write 10 to 12 pages of papers. <laughs> oh no, I'm no. like,
0: no, 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 no. My, like, for sociology, I'm like, hold on, a research paper that's a, lie. Like I a lot. Like, I don't know, it's just like you know, school are for some people, and school are just not for some people because me, I'm definitely with not it. You would not catch me in no school, no more. I just can't. do I'm not focused enough. That's not where I want to be. Like, I just can't do that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather sell my ass or strip before I be in school. I know that sounds crazy, but, bro, school, it just does not bring me joy. Yeah, I get that. It sometimes be that for me, too. Like, at first, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take this CNA class, and that's it. But I'm like, might as well take all of it if I'm going to take that one. Look, yeah, I mm-mm. but to these whatever school, I don't even want to talk about it. It's just, and then what's so crazy is my mama always asked me, Oh, how's college, baby? I dropped out. <laughs> Drop the fuck out. Everybody keep asking, but it's really nobody. Busy. I think they knew it, it was coming. Because after two days, I just couldn't. Like, I realized, girl, you dropped out for a reason. That's not what you want. So why are you going back to something that you know that does, does not bring you joy? Like, things like this actually bring me joy that I could be able to create on my own like, This what brings the joy. And I love doing it. So it's just like, what the fuck? being able to help someone exactly it's just like why am i waiting on to make shit happen when i can make it happen right now so it's just like what girl make it happen why is you you know you want to be in school so why you wasting your time you know you wanted to start a youtube make a youtube like do like do the shit Mm-hmm. do the Right, because you, when you do the shit that you love, it don't feel like you working. Right, it's, so it's just a breeze. It feels like you get to make your own schedule. All that shit, like you really, it feels good. Basically makes you feel so fucking free of stress. Like you don't have to depend on my, no, nobody. You doing the shit yourself. It's for you. It's for your own pleasure. And that's why I'm happy about because it's for me. I'm doing something that makes me happy instead of trying to make other people happy so yeah um but we definitely um here fun this um this is a long motherfucking episode i tell you that and i have to add this shit to, to the god <laughs> i mean to the god like for real but i really want to say thank y'all for joining us today because It was an amazing conversation. It was an amazing experience for us to be able to open up with each other, have fun, catch up. And I do want to ask one more question. One more question. What is is y'all looking forward to? Like, what is the main thing y'all looking forward to? Y'all I ain't gonna lie. I want a man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not in the rush to have a man, but I really just want to be able to genuinely have that is true, pure love. Like, I wasn't ready for that, but now I feel like I am. And, yeah. I <laughs>
1: am looking forward to so I'm, I'm going to the gym. I told myself, and my friend Ray and her girl, her fiancé, is going with me, and they're going to be motivating me, and they're going down to the weight room with me so I can lift weights, and they can spot me or whatever. But, yeah, I'm just looking forward to... I want to be rich so bad. Bruh, don't we (laughs) motherfucking
0: (laughs) all, because she Child, you see where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> real, real.
1: In our relationship too, I'm a little one, but again, I'm patient. It's, it's yes, been seven like, years. it's like you
0: have to like no, I'm not mean to cut you off, but it's just like you <laughs> know what you want in a relationship. You know you want the right kind of love. So it's like it's you are willing to wait. Like I am willing to wait to have that real love that I been looking for. Well, I, I haven't been looking because it's been lonely. But I mean, sometimes it's. what like <clears throat> you just want to be able to have somebody and say that is yours and not everybody's. <laughs> He's for you. You are for them. But that type of love, it takes time, and it's like, bro, I'm willing to wait.
1: Most definitely.
0: Yeah, so because the girls, I try to. God, I oh, don't know. I really got it from the because I'm just out on the The only reason—what why... you mean? That's the only reason why I started getting on dating app because you two bitches made it seem so exciting, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm lonely. I'm lonely as fuck. So why not, bro? people got me on dating apps.
1: Be okay. It's the place
0: to go. No, it is yeah. not. What the fuck is Be Okay? Black, right? It's I was there. Black. I was on there. I was fucking on there. <laughs> I kid you not. I was I on was- there, and I met this guy, and I ghosted him. But it was great conversations. But I ended up ghosting him because it was like, no, it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I ghosted this man, and I and I was beating myself up for a good while because like. Why did I do that? But it was really uh a response, like a quick response like no, this too good. No, you never had it this good. He probably want to do you like the same one, don't even. So that's why I just blocked him and I deleted my whole dating page because I didn't want to be found. Yeah, I deactivated mass and just deleted yeah. it off my phone.
1: I still got mass with the alpha on my phone. The who I still got masks, but the app not on my phone.
0: Because
1: um, the majority scared. of the people is on my Snapchat. Um, I don't
0: know. It's just, I be, I be scared, y'all. I just be scared. It's just, especially when you get you get out of a fucked up situation with someone, it's very scary because your first thought, like, okay, they definitely gonna be like the next person but that's the part of like growing and healing and not trying to be in that mindset all the time that anybody that comes to your life regardless if it's a lover or anybody that they're not out to hurt you and Mm -hmm. i'm learning that child it's me i don't know how to
1: communicate i don't know how to show affection I don't know my love language. Like I got to figure all that out first before I could just.
0: Yeah. yeah. That that's pretty fucking hard, bro. Yeah. I think <laughs> I want a real relationship because I was in something that didn't seem real at all. Very much fake and annoying. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but. We gonna a a motherfucking past in the past, and we gonna focus on the present. And we are doing very good, okay. Right? And even if shit comes our way, we gonna walk in that bitch with our head held high, and we gonna walk out of it with our head held high. I don't give a fuck what it is. Make it happen. It is what it is. So that is it for real, y'all. That is it for real. For real. That is it for <laughs> I just want to thank y'all for just joining me. It was really an amazing episode. And thank you for having me. I enjoyed this episode as well. Period. Thank you for time. having me. Uh, would you
1: like me to sing? <laughs> would,
0: you, would you like to sing them
1: all? Yes, I would love to sing.
0: Go
1: ahead. <clears throat> what song you want me to sing? <laughs>
0: weak. Yeah, sing me week.
1: Oh snap. <laughs> oh, okay, I have to remember the lyrics. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what it is that you have done to me. But it's causing me to act in such a crazy way. Whatever it is that you do, when you do, when you do win, it's a feeling that I want to stay, cause I get it so weak in the knees i can hardly speak i lose all control and something takes
0: over me and y'all better be thinking along it
1: with her too it's not a plan <laughs> i want you to stay with me by my side i swallow so my pride your love is so sweet it knocks me right out of my feet <laughs> Explain why your love makes you
0: meek. Okay Yes you did that y'all Don't so they mess. don't
1: call me Singing teeth for nothing Alright
0: thank you for Joining me you guys For everything No problem I'm sad wrong. I just want to thank you guys for joining me and my best friends on today's episode to talk about childhood trauma. And I just want to thank you guys for sticking it out and allowing us to be free and vulnerable and being ourselves when it comes to things like this. And I hope you guys enjoy the and laugh with us as well. This just 3 beautiful young women who trying to make our way through life and I hope that we really helped today to make you feel good and safe in a great way and I want you to know that I love you so much and I am super proud of you um, for going to make it happen so thank you I love you Till next time.